Hello and welcome to number six of my series of Mindful Bites. And today I want to talk about hunger. So at the Mindful Eating Clinic, we talk a lot about hunger, um, about perceived hunger, about different types of hunger, um, and how we think that we need to eat a lot of the time, whereas in fact that hunger is perhaps coming from a different place other than um, the need to put food inside our bodies. And I know that when I treated my own disordered eating, understanding where those cues to eat, those drivers to eat were coming from was absolutely crucial to me being able to find a stable pattern of eating and to find a place where actually I was eating less, but feeling perfectly satisfied, perfectly full, because I'd understood where those cues were coming from. So uh, so I've done quite a bit of research and quite a lot of thinking about the sorts of sensations that I had when I was struggling and then fixing myself. And so I believe that there are eight pretty clear different types of hunger. And I'm just going to touch on those for you in this video. As ever, if you'd like more information on any of them, you'd like to discuss with me how to how to get to grips with those drivers that you have around your eating, then please get in touch. You can subscribe to my channel anytime and then you'll get all my mindful bites as I record them. So let me just run through what I believe are the eight types of hunger and they might resonate with you as potential drivers to eat when in fact that hunger could be satisfied a different way. Okay, first one, stomach hunger. Yes, the one that we all know about, the, the rumbling in the stomach, the feeling of, of being empty and the kind of hunger that actually takes a while to come on. It comes on quite slowly and we, we just need to satisfy it with, with, with food. We don't have a particular craving for a particular type of food with that, with that hunger. Second one, big one, emotional hunger. So where we have feelings to drive ourselves to eat with a desire to either alter or deny or to answer emotions through food. This is quite a complicated type of hunger and I am going to do a separate video on it. But it is worth saying that emotional hunger is a very natural thing and often it's born from how we're raised and how we have cared for ourselves through food or how other people may have cared for us through food. But it is a learned behaviour and it can be treated, sorted, changed. Uh, third one, nutritional hunger. So in the Western world, um, there are proportionately few people who are underfed. I know that there is poverty, of course, but largely... We have access to enough food, but there are many people who are malnourished despite that. So I believe that there is a hunger that we experience if our body is looking for an improvement in the quality of our diet, you know, because our body needs a wide variety of nutrients in order to function properly. It's a very complicated machine. And if we don't get those, I believe that the, the body drives us to keep eating because our diet is devoid of the nutrients that it that it needs. Hydration hunger, basically, 
we're just thirsty. Uh, the next one, what are we on to? Number five. Yes, I have got them written down. <laughs> I haven't got that good a memory. Is um, what I call variety hunger. I mean, there might be a better word for it, but basically where our diets are not very varied. And so we're a bit bored with what we eat. And so maybe psychologically and nutritionally, we're we're just fed up with eating the same thing. And so we keep eating because we're trying to satisfy that that you know need for something a little bit different something that's um that's really going to ignite our positive connection with food our passion for for food and the next one is blood sugar hunger where we may leave it too long before we eat so we have um, a drop in our blood sugar or we may on a bit of, be on a bit of a sugar cycle because we a large part of our diet might be very high in sugar or high in simple carbohydrates, which cause quite a quick sugar spike in our body because they're quickly absorbed um, and then equally cause quite a quick crash. And so that is a hunger which can drive us to then eat more of the same because that quick sugar spike is also a quick release of serotonin, which is what we like about all that instant sugary food. And so that in itself is self-perpetuating. Uh, the next one, nearly there, is um, what I call the senses hunger. And I, th I think there are two elements to this. So the first one is that our eyes and ears and our nose can be stimulated by, by food. And also stimulated by other people eating food. That's a kind of like a, that's a wider social thing, I think, that we want to be part of. So that can drive us to eat. Um, and yeah, so we can see something that looks really tasty. And I'm not denying that sometimes that's lovely to indulge. Of course it is. And I'm not saying you can't ever eat anything that looks really attractive. Of course you can. But if we do it too often, then that is, of course, going to have an impact on our weight. So that's the first element of this senses hunger. The second element, I think, is that our senses also need to be satisfied. So, for example, um, our mouth likes a variety of flavours and textures. Our eyes are satisfied by beautiful and colourful food. So the more we can create uh, a feast, oh, a bit of a pun there, a feast for our senses in the food that we prepare, the more satisfied we are likely to be. And therefore that tied in with my hunger scale that I use a lot and lots of other eating coaches use as well. And it's a really important tool. Um, coupled, coupled with that, it means that you are less likely to constantly be looking for something else to satisfy your senses. And I think quite a lot of these hungers sort of um, cross correlate, don't they? So you know, the senses hunger also ties in a little bit with the variety hunger. But anyway, and then the last one, and that is time hunger. In other words, the clock says one o'clock, therefore I have to eat because it's lunchtime. Or the clock says seven o'clock and I have to eat because it's supper time. But we're not always hungry at that time. And that again is a learned behaviour. And you know, unless we're going to be busy all day and we don't think we're going to have another chance to eat. We really need to be looking at what the physical hunger cue is and maybe the nutritional hunger cue and answer 
those because they are genuine, a genuine need to put food inside our bodies. So there we are, my eight types of hunger. Shall I whiz through them just again? Only the names, don't worry. Stomach, emotional, nutritional, hydration, variety, it's at the top of the list, blood, sugar, hunger, that's why I'm doing this, senses and time. So I hope that's been really helpful for you and that it might help you just consider what type of hunger you might be experiencing. And as I said at the beginning, if you'd like to work with me on any of them, then do get in touch and I would be delighted to help you.